Rusty Quill presents. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Previously on Planet Arcana. Last time our heroes found themselves in the Digital Network's Discovery Tier, where stands a manifestation of Lux Booker's office building. Within, the building's lobby is dominated by a large elevator, which also happens to be the manifestation of Lux's personal assistant, Connie Mayonnaise. With nowhere to go but up, the crew enter Connie. The ride to the top proves uncomfortable and surprisingly sexual, as Connie requires proof of talent to ascend while keeping at bay leech-like creatures that press upon the elevator's exterior. The crew's impromptu disco number provides Connie enough... juice to arrive at the 100th floor, the manifestation of Lux's sense of control. A scene from Lux's memory plays out before them. Lux acquiring a new client. The scene shifts to one from Riot's past. The moment she met Lux, when he caught her unleashing spiders upon the guests of an upper crust party. Progressing further through Lux's memories, they land on two that are nearly identical. Lux speaking to his new client's parents. Lux speaking to 
Riot's parents. Both sets of parents give Lux their child's true name. Both sets of parents die by fire. Once more in the elevator, our party reaches floor 200, the manifestation of Lux's fear. Here, his memories show Mesmera commanding Lux to do her bidding, threatening his position in society should he fail. Riot intuits that Lux fears Mesmera above nearly anything else. Even more interesting was the nature of Mesmera's request that Lux hire a party of three to steal something from Riscotech Casino, and that those three must be Riot, Crater, and Celestine. Back within the elevator, the crew travels upward further still before Connie's doors open to the 300th floor, and a sense of unquiet. This time, the memory shows Lux and Teaspoon and reveals that Teaspoon holds the power to alter minds, a power which Lux keeps tightly under wraps. But now, Lux requests that Teaspoon use her power to make Harley high stakes, choose to turn off the cameras at Riscotech on the night of our cruise heist. There is a shift in the room, and Teaspoon now addresses the group directly. She feels shame about tampering with Harley's memories and desires to take control of her own life. She gifts young Celestine a piece of her power over memory to use for good as she could not. In the elevator once more, final preparations are made on the way to the 500th floor. When the doors to Lux's office open, Riot's golden thread emerges from her chest and toward the center of the room, where many, many other threads converge upon Lux Booker. And now, as Lux's steam fills the room, our heroes must do what has never before been done. Kill a names Feratu and release the golden threads of his thralls, including those belonging to Teaspoon and Riot. I can hear you. I am listening. I can hear the cacophony coming from all across the fifth collide. Oh, how I miss you, my dearest darling. I miss the clockwork. The neon. The networks. Oh, these metropolises. These, these verdant and desolate biomes. Oh, the fun and games we have planned. But always with the promise that we are on a blinding path of success. You will be tried. You will be compromised. I repeat, we've been compromised. Do not despair. You will see the world. You will know planet Arcana. You will find All it takes is a friend. All it takes is perseverance. All it takes is a little sweat. All it takes is a key. It's not personal. It's business. Let's roll initiative. Damn. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. That was a nat one on my Yo, initiative. Wow, Get that out wow. of the way. My, my initiative is two. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, my initiative is five. Oh. 
That's, that's with advantage. Get up. My initiative is six. Oh, okay. Lux, <laughs> 11. Okay. Oh. Great. I mean, <laughs> after emitting a great breath of steam that absolutely obscures the entire room, your condensation running down your necks, running down your faces and into your eyes, you hear a telltale click. And you may recognize it as the click of a briefcase opening. Another telltale sound. Perhaps you recognize this sound from having fooled around with your uh, press goodie bag kit that came with several pens. And you hear the telltale clicking of a clicky pen. Faster and faster and faster and then impossibly fast and impossibly loud. I'll have everybody make a wisdom save. Which we do with advantage, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. Yes. Because of... We've just got advantage on wisdom saving throws from being that cool as we jumped through the, the tiers, right? And, yeah. and we were cool. Hmm. 25 for Celestine. 25, okay, that's a save. 15. Didn't make it. Fuck me. I also got a 15. Fuck us. All right, so Celestine, you're taking half of this damage, and it is psychic damage. Crater and Riot, you're going to be taking the full amount, which is 17 psychic damage. And then half for Celestine. Okay. That's nothing. <laughs> Crater's feeling great about that. That brings us to Lux's turn. The room is filled with mist, and you can hear the pen clicking, and you can hear Lux moving around, but you cannot see him. You can barely see each other. Lux is just going to move for now, and that's it. I think you just hear him kind of like scrambling around the room, but he doesn't get close enough to any of you to for you to be able to see him. Mm. That takes us to Riot. Okay. Here's the thing. This is a really serious episode. This is a really, like, large situation that we're finding ourselves in here. We have a very powerful boss-like character Mm -hmm. skulking around and we can't see him. And I think it's really important to remember that while we need to, like, make really sick moves... Um, we also need to find the humor in this a little bit. <laughs> so, um, oh, so glad I you would said like that. to uh, cast Prestidigitation and create an instantaneous, uh, really fucked up odor, <laughs> just to like, just to mess with his mind a little bit. Yeah, I want to like, I want to take him out of his perfect little sanctuary here, and it's going to be the smell of rotting beef or beef, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> which smells weirdly like Dolce and Gabbana. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, and my, <laughs> as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Branding Smite for my next physical. Hit. Sick. I love that. <laughs> the smell of beef and gabbana emanates. Beef and gabbana. <laughs> it's pungent. I think you actually hear Lux riot, and he's a bit closer to you than you expected. Oh. And he's just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That brings us to crater actually before that lux is going to take a legendary action oh baby <laughs> at the end of riot's turn riot you cast the precedigitation and you bolster yourself get ready for the next move and just wait until you get sight of lux wherever he may be even though you know he's close and then suddenly he just comes out of nowhere and his massive chrome shiny body slams into you if this is an attack and it is okay then disadvantage against riot if we're right and lux is a fiend by nature of him being named feratu yes he is a fiend okay then disadvantage against attacking riot yeah cool 
GG. That did help a bit. Does a 16 hit you? Um, yeah. My armor class is 16. <laughs> okay, just barely. Um, I'm going to have you take 19 bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. And as his body hits you, you feel the the heat of it. Not dissimilar to Crater. They're both steam androids, and Lux is emanating a lot of heat, especially here in the networks. You're also going to take six fire damage. Okay. And I need you to make a strength saving throw for me. Okay. Mm. Okay, that's uh, 17. Se- oh. <laughs> Just barely a miss. Riot, as he slams into you, you go crashing down and you become prone. Okay. Now, but what if I use the boon of death here? You'll negate damage. That was a, quite a bit of damage, no? 29? 25. 25. I'm going soon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay, fuck it. You want to save it? Yeah. Okay. Lux just stands over you and just kind of looks at you, and you can see him now. He's he's uh, finally within your line of sight, and Crater and Celestine, you still can't see him, but he just looks over you, and he's just like, my favorite client finally back again. Oh, I'm so happy to see you, Riot. You are a slimy piece of shit, aren't you? <laughs> that brings us to Crater. I can hear this commotion going on beside me, right? Yeah. Because like, because you, you said I can't see Lux quite yet, but I, no. I know he's in that direction. I think that's fair. First thing I'm going to do is, as a bonus action, I'm going to jump into a rage. going to do my slinky arm ability. All right. Sick. And then I'm going to just move towards Riot, like in the direction that I heard Lux. As I feel Crater up next to me, I go, all right, Crater, you said I was going to be the quarterback, but I'm going to need you to do a heck of a lot of the running, so let's see some hustle out there. And I give him a football-style pat on the butt as I slap on the Quicksilver. Yeah, yes! yes! Oh, God, haste. <laughs> oh. Okay, fuck yeah. All right. Teamwork. There is a ton of stuff that comes with haste, too. Your speed is doubled. Your AC is oh. plus two. You have advantage oh. on deck saving throws, and you get an additional <gasps> action on your turn. I get, I get an additional action on my turn. Yeah, additional action. If you use it to attack, you can only make one weapon attack. Okay. Otherwise, the extra action can be used to dash, disengage, hide, or use an object. But I figured 90% of the time, you're just going to take an extra swing. Okay. Sick. Uh, wow. Enjoy your haste. <laughs> wow. Okay. That is a fucking game changer. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Oh my god! All right. I also like that you put it on the ass. <laughs> you got it. it. It was the juiciest part of me. You know? yeah. As I was running by, that's the only part you could grab. <laughs> that's that's really fucking good. Okay. Um, so now, okay, now I'm front. I'm, I'm in front of Lux. I'm assuming I can see him. From where you're standing right now, you actually can see Lux. You are standing right in front of him. Oh, hey, Crater Wayne. What a surprise. Lux, uh, I fucking hate your guts, man. I'm <laughs> and then I I'm I'm not even gonna finish the sentence. I'm just gonna fucking whack him with my great axe a couple times here. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sick. Yes. Okay, so the uh make this all reckless. So uh my first attack that is going to be a twenty-five to hit. Jeez. It does hit, actually. Oh. Believe it or not. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> That's not. Believe it or not, it does actually hit. Yeah. That that does actually hit. Great. It does actually. Okay, so that is going to be eighteen damage. Yep. Slashing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do my second attack. Okay. Um. Ooh, that's only a sixteen. <laughs> sixteen is a whiff, my friend. Oh boy. Actually, it's oh. not a whiff. You connect with Lux, but his mm-hmm. body, similar to yours, is quite a hardy and quite sturdy, and your axe just bounces off of him. I see. Okay. Well, I'm going to use my second action that I have now, and I'm going to swing one more, one more time at him. Whew. 
Does a 22 hit? Yep. <laughs> and then I'm going to ask that you make a wisdom saving throw, please. Gladly. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> 25. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> For, forget I asked. Uh, oh, that's max damage. That's uh, 20, 20 oh, damage to him. Wow. Wow. Mm, I'm going to step back five feet. Okay. I will attack. Okay. 20 to hit. Dirty 20. <sighs> Damn. Okay. Well, I'm going to use my reaction to use my slinky armor ability to try to deflect that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I rolled a four. So that's a 16, which does not... Hit my armor class because oh, of haste. Oh, okay. God. You're going to take 21 bludgeoning damage, half to 10. Yo. Okay. And then nine fire damage, half to four. I am resistance to fire. Yeah, that's why I have it. <laughs> I know, but I just want, I haven't said that in a while. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it feels good to say. It does feel good to finally let you have one. Yeah. <laughs> Something else happens here. Okay. This little fricus that happens in front of you, right? Crater steps in front of you. You can see him, but you can't see what's in front of him. You can hear his hits connect, though, and you hear them with great pleasure as he slams down upon Lux, and then you hear it with great pain as you take half the damage that Lux does. Oh. What? <laughs> 19 damage to Riot. <laughs> that takes us to Celestine. Top of my turn, a wild shape into my starry form as a bonus action. I'll get up right next to Riot, cast a third level Cure Wounds. Yay, thank you. Don't thank me just yet. That wasn't super great. (laughs) You get 14 back. Sweet. Because I'm in starry form, I can do another 2d8 plus my wisdom of healing. Those are some low rolls right there. So take another... Eight points of healing. Thank you. Excellent. I'll step back from the fray just a little bit, but close mm-hmm. enough that I can still keep my eye on Crater and Riot. Sick. How's Lux looking? <laughs> <laughs> As the only one who can see him right now, Crater, he is looking steamy. Yeah. Okay. And speaking of that, at the end of Celestine's turn, Crater, he's going to slam you. Okay. Cool. Uh, another dirty 20 to hit. Yep. Sick. Love that for me. Mm. Crater, you are going to take 19 bludgeoning damage, half to 10. Okay. Six fire damage, half to three. Okay. And I need you to make a strength saving throw for me, please. Hmm. It's 23. Okay. You feel like he is trying to slam into you with the intent of knocking you down like Riot, but... Steam Android v. Steam Android, you hold your ground. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he does not knock you down. You stay on your feet, and yet you have only a moment to recover before now you see as well as hear Lux fish for his briefcase and click it open once more. From inside it, Lux pulls out a teeth whitening strip <laughs> and slaps it on his teeth and then turns towards you with his characteristic thousand-watt smile, only it's a little too bright and a little too hot. I'm always camera ready. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's, a, that's such a good line. <laughs> <laughs> and that will be a constitution saving throw from everyone, please. Hmm. Okay. 18. Nice. All right. 17. So 24. Nice. All right. Everybody has made their saving throw. Um, and so I'm going to ask you to take half of... 11, so five damage each. Okay. And it is fire damage. So, Crater, you can have that again. (laughs) Lux is going to try to slam you again, Crater. Riot's still prone, and he wants the both of you down. Okay. 
another dirty 20 to hit. Fuck no. me. All right, silvery barbs. Roll it again. You <laughs> monster. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, roll one more, take the lowest. Okay. It is lower. <laughs> 14 to hit? Nope. Fuck! Yeah, <laughs> and I will give Riot advantage on the next attack roll ability check. Yo. Oh my fuck. Donkashun, baby. Christ. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to slam you again, Crater. Okay. I'm going to try to. Uh, fucking um, 26 to hit. Oh, uh. Yeah, come on. Come on. I was waiting for another silvery barbs moment, but I don't think. <laughs> One reaction per round. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, Crater, you're going to take 15 bludgeoning damage, half to seven. Okay. 11 fire damage, half to five. Okay. Make another strength saving throw for me, please. Uh, I rolled double 18, so that is a 27. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lux cannot fucking knock you down. Just get down. Damn straight. Riot's down. He turns his attention to her. Oh, Riot, you are my favorite client, but you've come crawling up here just like all the rest of the fucking leeches in this building. I'm going to need you to make a charisma saving throw for me as he looks down upon you. All right. That is... 17? 17 just barely saves. Oh. So you are going to take half of the psychic damage. Okay. The total was 36. Oh my god. Wow. And half of 36 is 18. I had to get a calculator. I'm so sorry. So you still take 18 psychic damage. Okay. That is almost all for Lux's turn, except at the end of it, he regenerates just like Vlad did. Fuck. You watch as the threads from all the screens in here pulse towards him and you see the regenerative energy starting to fill him up and he looks bolstered. He recovers 40 hit points. Hmm. 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 All right. Uh, so I'm a modded human so I can stand from prone using only five feet of movement. Oh. oh. So I'm, I'm going to do that. Wow. I feel like I can derive where Lux is right now, right? Based on where Crater was positioned in the, like the previous round, I think you could probably make a pretty reasonable guess. So yeah, I'm going to I've I've been looking pretty hard at the space where Crater has been uh fucking around with Lux and I I think I can devise especially with my see through the bullshit mod in my eye pretty close to where Lux is just as like a flavor thing because I've got a mechanical eye. I love it. And I'm going to fucking throw down on this motherfucker with my fucking gun. So I'm going to attack. All right. Fuck yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, 30 to hit. Oh, motherfucker. Um, is that all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does actually hit. Okay. Oh, Weird. excellent. Okay. It hits with a plum. A plum. <laughs> I cast Branding Smite earlier. So that's going to add an extra 2d6 radiant damage. Safe to say this is a sneak attack sort of situation because we close. Oh, yeah. Oh, you close. Oh, we, we close. <laughs> Whoa. 49. <laughs> wow. Okay. That is 24 damage to you, Riot. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm down, but 
It was worth it. <laughs> we have the boon from, from death. That's true. Probably. I'm going to do that right now. Death boon. Reduce damage inflicted on you to zero. Oh, oh baby. All like right. That. That's Cancel nice. that. Oh, my God. Thank you, Epoch. Yeah. <laughs> Technically not Epoch, but... Oh, right. Yeah, no, that's right. Right. It's, it's, it's death. death. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Death. Death. But hey, thanks, thanks Epoch, anyways. Right. Yeah. So, just in general. Just in, yeah, yeah, absolutely. For being a yeah. friend. Yeah. Okay, and can I stab to get away with disengage? You're a rogue. You can disengage as a bonus action, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going to do that. Okay. Where are you headed? Maybe I will kind of like go back over here with Celestine for now. Nice. Just get out of the fray. Yeah, he's after me. What a turn from Raya. Before I pass this over to Crater, I just want to describe what happened when she laid down that radiant damage upon him. It seemed like it hurt him more greatly than the other types of damage that have been dealt so far. He hissed, he stepped back, he looks a little distracted, and golden lights of his threads wavered just once. And I'll take this moment to remind you of what was going on with Vlad. Vlad was also regenerating, but there were methods of stopping him from regenerating. Mm. A certain type of damage could stop him from regenerating. Radiant, for example, perhaps. And also a certain type of, let's call it bullying. (laughs) (laughs) A certain type of it. A certain type. A certain type of bullying. Magnanimous bullying. And uh, just as a refresher, the DC is lower if you use your full action to do it and a little bit higher if you just use a bonus action, if you choose to do so at all. At the end of Riot's turn, I'm going to slam Crater. Fuck. 22 to hit. Yeah. Yeah. So 17 bludgeoning damage, have to eight. Okay. Five fire damage, have to two. Get fucking beauty. Please make a strength saving throw for me. Wow. I, I rolled fucking snake eyes there. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, wow. That is fucking incredible. Um, I, I think that fails. <laughs> I think it does. You, my friend, are knocked prone. Book. Steam v. Steam. This time, Lux takes it. And you go barreling to the ground. Celestine, I think you can almost see just like barely through the steam that Crater has like fallen. Oh, fuck. Crater! Oh, he's strong. He's pretty fucking strong. But you're stronger, buddy. You get up. Okay. Shit. I'm going to use... Oh, it's such a waste. I have so <laughs> so much speed now because of this haze. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to use half my speed to stand up, mm-hmm. which is 50, which does not feel like that's a fair trade at all, but whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to argue that. 50 feet of movement just to get up. I guess I guess you're old. <laughs> you're, oh, it's, yeah. it's really hard to get up off the oh. ground when you're that age. It's so <laughs> moist in here. God damn it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to run towards Lux. I'm going to get right up into his face. I want to be able to see him. At this distance, you are nose and nose. Can I try to bear hug him? I want to try to grapple him. Okay. So, contested strength roll? You roll athletics, and I will actually be rolling dexterity, believe it or not. Dexterity? Interesting. Hmm. Uh, fucking good luck. <laughs> 18. Uh, 31. Ha! Yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I have him up. Can I just run in the opposite direction of Celestine and Riot with him in my arms? Yeah, you just move at half speed if you're carrying someone. That's totally fine. So I'm going to move um, 25 feet plus another 25 feet because I'm going to dash. Okay. (laughs) With Lux in my arms, I am going to move 50 feet away. 
And then with my second action that I have now, can I try to pin him on the ground with uh, my immovable cane? Oh my god. So like I'm I'm gonna pick him up like one of them like strong men that you see on on TV, picking up one of them giant boulders. So I'm just gonna like pick him up over my head and then I'm just gonna fucking charge away from my friends as fast as possible. And then when I'm getting near the end of my movement, when I'm like running out of energy to keep going forward, I'm just going to take out my cane. I'll put it across his neck and then I'll flip the switch to Anvil. Is there any way I can get out of this? And I don't think there is. You can make a strength check. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right, okay. Yeah, it's a it's a DC 30. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. The the rod can hold up to 8,000 pounds of weight. Wow. It'll cost an action uh, DC 30 strength check to to move it 10 feet. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay, so as you're going down, Crater, he just kind of looks you in the eye and he smiles. There's there's still a confidence about him, even when he's in a tight spot, quite literally. I haven't wrestled since my paywall prep days. And then he goes down and you lock him into place and he still looks confident but he's stuck i mean for all intents and purposes this is where he's gonna be for the rest of the combat (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh my god hey you you gave me the the fucking magical objects i'm just i'm just using it yeah i actually think my my rage drops because i didn't attack on this uh, okay this turn good to know yeah at the end of your turn crater he's still gonna take a legendary action i cannot justify him doing a slam attack on you being down (laughs) so you see him confident on the ground he grabs a cigar from his pocket and takes a huge puff of it and even more steam fills this area and he flicks it and the ashes pop off of the end and attach themselves to you uh minus two from whatever you hit for uh jesus uh i rolled a 15 minus two is 13 i don't think that hits no fuck (laughs) okay that's his legendary action how legendary (laughs) okay hang on (laughs) hang on a fucking minute (laughs) lux pinned by the neck to the floor by an immovable fucking rod (laughs) hey lux you know what i heard mesmera say that you're a social climber and that as soon as she's done with you she's gonna stop supporting you in the royals i have climbed all the way to the top by myself she is not supporting me i I don't even need her oh (laughs) all right then (laughs) (laughs) a truly disturbing barb um is there some sort of roll or yeah yeah you will have to roll for it sorry what am i rolling performance performance oh i'll i'll take it i'm i'm still sitting with my with my devil boon 17 you can tell that it bothers him celestine you can tell it bothers him very much but not quite enough Well, it was a good try. Um, All right. I'm going to get a little closer so that I'm in between Crater and Riot. And I will hit us all with a mass cure wounds. Oh, So hopefully I can fucking roll some shit on these D8s this time. We're all going to get whatever this ends up being. 17 hit points. Okay. And then Riot... You take an additional 13 hit points of healing. Yo, thank you, my guy. That's better. At the end of your turn, Lux will use another legendary action to cigar ash you, Celestine. Bring it on. Yeah, that's a 27 to hit. Okay, then. 
<laughs> that'll be 15 fire damage to you as the cigar ashes um, just kind of float and conglomerate and rush towards you and hit you smack in the chest and it hurts and it's hot. Ow! Come on, man. Don't ash on me. That's rude. Once more, the click of a suitcase opening. Crater, you can see it happen. You're standing above him as he lies on the floor trapped by your removable rod. Thousands of pieces of paper fly out of the briefcase. Contracts, notes, and they slash into everybody. Riot, didn't I always tell you to read the fine print? <laughs> um, and I'm gonna need everyone to roll a deck save. Hmm. Not 20. Okay. 26. Okay, oh. okay. That's an 18. Okay, everybody's saved, and so you're only going to take half of the damage I rolled, which is 18, so nine damage each uh and it is slashing damage and actually right you take no damage because of evasion yo <laughs> being a rogue is dope man being a rogue is dope <laughs> man rogue. i'm gonna try to bargain with you here crater there's no way he can roll a 30 to get out from underneath the immovable cane okay so the only pitch that i have here is if i roll in that 20 would you allow that to happen 100 okay it does say it takes an action to make the the check no problem So at the start of Lux's turn, he tries to regenerate again. He pulls at the threads that are leading into the TVs, the screens here, the flickering between Riot and Bartera and Teaspoon and a bunch of other thralls that you don't recognize, kind of like flashing occasionally, but focusing on the ones that you all recognize because this is partly your manifestation too. Lux tries to regenerate, but the radiant damage that Riot did with the last hit, it's stopping him. There's a bottleneck. The golden light tries to course through the, the threads and it just stops. It, it cuts short and Lux falters a little bit. Crater, you're the only one who can see him, but you see him look a little panicked. He does not regenerate at the top of his turn, <sighs> but he is going to try and get himself loose from this immovable cane. All I have to do is roll a nat 20. Easy. Yeah, you can do just that. Do it. Simple. Just go ahead. I historically <laughs> roll really great on this show. <laughs> I have a weird feeling that you're going to do it, yeah. too. Just like, it feels like the time. Um, I rolled a nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We were all like baited breath. <laughs> 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 um, he wrestles against a crater. He is pushing on it and it's not budging. And uh, he's like kicking kind of his little feet near you. Um, he's, he's trying so hard to get out from under this, but he cannot. Cool. Okay. I'm just going to dash forward blindly until I run into crater. <laughs> Like, 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 physically run into him. Yeah, yeah. I think you actually run into Celestine on the way. Oh, yeah, perfect. Wait, what the hell? I'm gonna hit him and then be like, "Come on!" and keep going until I run into Crater. Brad comes charging through the steam. It's such an image. I think I definitely get smucked in the eye and start to feel a black eye forming. Oh, <laughs> it's sick. what it is. Um, it's what it is. As you take a step sort of to the side and align yourself with Crater, the steam clears just enough for you to see Lux lying at the ground at your feet. Okay. Good call, man. Yeah, he's, he's not going anywhere. I'm going to do something, and I didn't realize the extent to which this was going to be so relevant, but um, I'm going to cast a new spell. Ooh, okay. And that is Sickening Radiance on... <gasps> Uh, <laughs> 30-foot radius sphere starting right before Crater and I, forward. Wow. A dim, greenish light spreads from my fingers, I would say. And the light spreads into the corners 
I'm going to concentrate on this. So this spell is going to last for about 10 minutes. And when a creature moves into the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, that creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or (laughs) we'll figure it out. Okay. I bet you need a saving throw from me. Yeah. Constitution, please. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. I rolled a three. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to use a legendary resistance because there's no way Lux wants to take this damage. One down. Oh man. One down. Max two to go. Yeah. (laughs) Lux will take a legendary action at the end of Riot's turn. He will cigar ash riot. Yeah. Oh my god, now I'm rolling like fucking dog shit. <laughs> uh, 15 to hit? Uh, nope. Oh god damn Frick. It. Oh my god. Okay, the cigar ashes from the end of the cigar and just like goes in your general direction and I think it just goes right, like threads the needle between you and Crater and both of you avoid it. <laughs> wow! Oh, fuck. <laughs> hey, don't you know what smoking kills? <laughs> That was sick. Oh, oh my god. god. That, was that was amazing. As the uh, jump back into a rage, slinky arms abound again. Nice. Do I have any sense of where the steam is emanating from? Like, is it just like the climate in here or is there like a steamer somewhere in this room? It's emanating from Lux the man himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Okay. Sort of a combination of within him and the cigar. I guess I'm just going to hit him three times. Yeah. <laughs> you have advantage because he's prone. Sure do. So I'm not going to do it recklessly. Awesome. Nice. Okay, cool. Well, uh, first hit with my great axe. Uh, that is a 27 to hit. Oh my God. Don't you dare hit me three times. <laughs> uh, can you roll a wisdom saving throw, please? Um, I can, but it's only going to be a 14. Oh, that's going to fail. Okay. So I'm going to add a little bit to this. Ooh. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not going to waste a legendary resistance on that. So that's going to be 11 slashing damage and 6 psychic. Um, ow. Okay. And my second attack, uh, that's a nat 20. Oh! Hello. Oh my okay. god! Oh my god! And can you roll another wisdom saving throw, please? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, fucking 16. That fails as well. Okay. So... That is 36 damage. Oh my god. 36 damage. And then my third attack. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, that is a 22 to hit. Um, Just barely. Uh, wisdom saving throw, please. Okay. <laughs> uh, I fail. I I haven't rolled above a nine since this whole uh, oh rod business. <laughs> okay, uh, that's, that's uh, five psych- psychic damage and 17 slashing. Greater, I can't see you, but that sounds like some good hustle out there. <laughs> he's gotta he's getting his ass kicked fuck this thing is heavy to swing around this much oh my god that was so much damage that was 75 damage yo wow i mean you say yo riot <laughs> but 75 divided by two is 47 damage 37 37 37 damage thank you peter <laughs> can i use uncanny dodge to have the damage oh <laughs> <laughs> um yeah 
I, I genuinely don't see why not. That's okay. so interesting. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to do that. That's probably so fucking smart. Yeah. Cuz that's cuz 37's all I got. Wow. <laughs> There's like a fraction of an instant where something like bolts from Lux's to you through the thread and you just like pinch your thread at the right moment and like almost extinguish it like a freaking a fuse you you let yes. the fuse out. You, it's still, you know, you still feel it, but it's not quite That's as... beautiful. Or I've like pinched off the poison yeah oh yeah wow. you had to be lightning quick to do that and you did it Whew. okay sweet still good <laughs> yeah we're, we're hanging in there don't worry i'm i'm, I'm right here right? yeah thank god before celestine i'm gonna take another legendary action i am going to all i can do is cigar ash so i'm gonna do it and i'm going to i'm gonna aim at riot of <sighs> course Classico. does a 24 hit you i think it does well hold up hold up hold up disadvantage <laughs> You are so correct. Ugh. And you know what? Let's use a cosmic omen to minus four for whatever you get. Gosh, okay. <laughs> 24 was my lower roll. Um, so minus four. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's still gonna so hit. 20 still has hit. We tried. We tried. Yeah. Thank you. You had to. Riot, you're going to take f- 11 fire damage. Okay. This is not sustainable having Riot take half of Lux's damage. Is there anything I can do to figure out what we might be able to do to, to interrupt that process? Here's the thing. Riot is a thrall, and if you want to stop this from happening, you've got to kill a noob's thrall too. Okay. Well, we're halfway there, so. Uh, <laughs> you say halfway. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, um, <laughs> well, dang. I am torn here because I want, I want Lux to die, but I, <laughs> I, can't, I can do some fucking radiant damage too, but that means not healing. Mm-hmm. I guess it doesn't entirely mean not healing, actually. It just means not healing as much, and that's okay. Riot, you're down really close to death, aren't you? I am pretty close to death. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so here's what's going to happen. Top of my turn, I get to change my starry form at the top of every turn if I want. And I will change into the archer. Mm. I'll get up close enough that I can see Lux. And when I do change into this, into the archer, I get a a free attack. I get a free uh, range spell attack, which will do radiant damage if I hit. Wow. Okay. That is a 28 to hit. Um, Yo. Surely. Yeah. It, it'll hit. <laughs> that I like is this bit. <laughs> 14 radiant damage. Owie. I will cast heal on riot oh so you just straight up gain 70 hit points oh. no dice roll needed what yeah so i think that just puts you back up to full what <laughs> amazing christ oh you. my god wow six level spells are good y'all wow, wow. okay holy shit i've been saving my inspirations just to like because I, I can i can heal like a d6 if need be but fuck that all right let's just kill this motherfucker let's go <laughs> let's go all right celestine you lay down this radiant damage again lux hisses like it's it's a type of pain that he's not accustomed to or prepared for. And finally, pinned to the floor, surrounded by the three of you, and starting to get stressed out for real, the fog clears. The steam finally evaporates. And as it does, you hear a squelching what? from the entranceway. <laughs> and now that the steam has cleared, you can see them. Several of those jiggling, warbling, oh, human-shaped leeches enter the room. Of course. Naturally. Naturally. Something else happens. Hmm. On the flickering screens, in fact, the one directly behind Lux, it suddenly stops flickering, just one of them. 
and it settles on a display of teaspoon. She's standing on CGA's main stage. Thank you for that warm introduction, Uncle Edict, and for delivering such a rousing sermon. Lux, hearing Teaspoon's voice, turns toward the screen incredulously. And how about that beautiful duet from the legendary Bon Bon and Patricia? Let's give our judges another round of applause. Teaspoon then turns to face the camera, in effect, looking straight toward you all from the TV screen. And now, good people of the Fifth Collide, welcome to my portion of the closing ceremonies. Someone from off-screen hands Teaspoon a guitar. She takes a couple of experimental strums, then steps forward, puts her hand against the screen, and slowly pushes her way through it. A flickering holographic projection of Teaspoon's hand enters Lux's office through the screen, and then her head, and then the rest of her comes tumbling through, guitar in hand. Seemingly heedless of her presence in the networks, she writes herself and stares through you at an invisible crowd before her. From the TV screen, their cheering echoes around Lux's manifested office. To all you out there in the audience and watching at home, I'd like to thank you for being here tonight and for tuning in to Teaspoon Time for all these years. You know, I've made a career out of sharing the lessons I've learned, but some lessons take longer than others. Some lessons change you. And so, if you're willing, folks, I'd like to share the most important lesson I've ever learned, dedicated to the person who taught to me. I've been thinking about my teenage days Sleeping in and sneaking out Those old cliches But mostly my best friend and me The promises we made our dreams The endings and beginnings that we'd weave Together in the through lush finale we haven't seen each other lately When I think back to what I did You know it pains me greatly I don't know why, but it felt right To tell it to you straight that night To know each other in a brand new way And so I told a true friend my true name The first verse of Teaspoon's song reverberates, and you are all momentarily distracted before the reality of their situation returns to you. You don't have time to reflect on this. You are engaged in a battle. <laughs> As Lux returns to his senses, looks back at you all from looking sort of up behind him from the floor, and clicks open the suitcase. Fuck. <laughs> a match materializes in thin air above Lux, above his cigar, and he lights it and then spits the cigar and match and they go flying. And the match in particular twirls through the air and gains speed and gains a more and more and more and more speed and it keeps sparking and finally it explodes into flame and he says, oh, you guys are such a drag. <laughs> and uh, give me a constitution <laughs> save. Everybody? Everybody. Okay. Only a 10. 
I got a 19. Okay. Ooh, nice. Oh, I, I rolled a natural one. Whoa. Oh. Okay. It's a 10 total, if that helps. <laughs> 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 All right. Riot, you passed. But Crater and Celestine, you're going to take the full amount, which is... Oh. Okay. Eight damage and then have that for Riot. Okay. Uh, and it is fire damage, so I suppose have that for you too, Crater. Freak yeah. <laughs> steam on steam. Steam on steam. Welcome to phase two of the battle. Lux, <laughs> though still stuck under the immovable cane, he concentrates for a minute and you see like a bunch of energy run through the threads. He's not regenerating, but it's not looking good for him and he's going to pull out all the stops here. The first stop, of course, is to get the leeches on his side. <laughs> Unfortunately, these leeches do not move very fast, so nice. they're going to make it a, a boat across, like halfway to you guys as they jiggle on towards you. <laughs> they make it almost all the way to you, but none of them can quite get within your reach. <laughs> but they move towards you menacingly nonetheless. All right, leeches. Great work. Legion. Okay, Lux regenerates his legendary actions at the top of his turn, and Celestine dealt radiant damage last turn. Sure did. So, Lux tries to regenerate again, a bottleneck in the threads. He cannot. He does not regain any HP. He also has to roll for this thing. The con save, yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yes. Fuck. He's in your fucking range of your shit. He sure is. Of your sickening radiance, right? <laughs> sickening fucking radiance, dog. This is sick. Okay, uh, constitution save, right? C'est correct. Uh, 23. Okay. So. I'll get you next time. <laughs> he manages to save. Darn. He's going to use his action to try to get out of the, get out from underneath the immovable cane. He must. Hit that nat 20. So I'm going to try, I'm going for the nat 20. All I have to do is roll a nat 20. <laughs> oh, I rolled a 15. Oh, oh, did you have inspiration? Fuck you. Oh my god. <laughs> I would die before I take your inspiration. Um, he he is stuck still, so that, that'll be the end of his turn and he'll rely on his legendary actions again. Wow. 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 And that's Lux? That's Lux. That's me. <laughs> I, I feel like I broke this battle for you guys, and I feel I'm, I kind of feel bad. I mean, y there's still lots of shit going on here, man. Let's not let's not call it broken just yet. Riot's like always right before death. It's over. It's good. It was a brilliant okay. move. Okay. I'm going to open fire. Yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> let's do it. Okay. So an attack. All right. Uh, 21 to hit. Just fucking barely hit. <sighs> Jesus. Okay. Uh, Sneak attack like gangbusters here. <laughs> with, with all your friends. 40 damage there. You monster. <laughs> <laughs> you absolute monster. You fire into him. You find just the spot in his sh in his uh, frame that you can puncture, pierce, and you do. Like a joint? Yes. And I feel like you hear the bullet go in and like ricochet around on the inside oh. and it just like tears him up from the inside. Yes. Oh my fuck. <laughs> oh my God. And do I take a 20? I'm afraid so. It's what it is. It's what it is. And you kind of all watch too as like, Every time this happens, now that you can all see, especially like when Lux gets damaged, the golden light that comes from all the threads when he's regenerating, it just comes from riots when he's taking damage. So he's like siphoning off her energy to try to stay alive here. Mm. I believe, unless there's anything that you'd like to do, Lux. Um, is that your turn, Riot? That's me. Yes. Uh, I would absolutely love to take a legendary action. I will be, I will be cigar ashing. Riot. Hmm. At disadvantage, of course. At a disadvantage. Ooh. 
One of my rolls was a nine. Oh, I rolled two 19s. Yo. Oh. Oh. So 28 to hit. Yeah. And I am going to deal to you, Riot, 10 fire damage. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'll take you to the bottom with me, Riot. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> how, how is Lux looking? Is he getting mm. close to the end of the leash here? Mm, no. But okay, great. He's... I'm going to hit him three times then. Okay. Excellent. Uh, he's prone, so they're all reckless. Sorry, they're all with advantage without me having to do reckless. Yep. Uh, first one, 22. Yep. Uh, the first one is 16 damage. Yeah. Uh, second attack is a 24. Yeah, that hits. Oh, that sucks. That's only 9 damage. Damn. And then my third attack, uh, that is a 27 to hit. <laughs> yeah. I would love Barely. a wisdom save from you, please. Not one. Oh, get fricked. Get absolutely fricked. Um, uh, that's going to be 8 psychic damage plus 20 with my great axe. Okay, wow. 53 damage in total. Which means that is 26 damage to you, Riot. Okay. Mm can I try to take a step back from him? Five feet? Yeah. I don't think he can opportunity attack, though. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fine. I mean, he can at disadvantage. So, yeah, I'll just do it. Sweet. Yeah, there's no way I'm hitting. Okay, uh, so I'm going to hit him with my great axe one more time then. Okay. <laughs> that's a 29 to hit. Yep. Wow. Uh, that's 20 damage to him. And 10 to riot. Oh, I'm down. Uh, Bardic Inspiration, I'm going to give you a d6 to heal. Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Holy shit. Fuck yeah. Fuck Holy yeah. fuck. Whew. Whew. By a thread, mate. Mm. At the end of Crater's turn, I'm going to Cigar Ash Riot. <laughs> 24 to hit. At yeah. disadvantage? Yeah, still 24. What the fuck? I'm rolling hot on these disadvantage. Um, that'll be six fire damage to you, Riot. I'm down, baby. Oh, my oh. God. Can I do another uncanny dodge, or is that just once per? It's once per round, and you use that last round, so I think you're good. Okay. I'm going to do that and make it three, so I'm still up. Okay. Oh, oh my God. By the skin yes. of your teeth, Riot. Sweaty, sweaty, sweaty. sweaty. Oh. Wow. Riot miraculously still up. All right, yo, what do you think here? I'm. Uh, do, should I deal with these leechy things back here or, or heal Riot or what? I, I, don't know what? I don't know what to do. There's so much going on. There's, there is a healing potion in my pocket if you want to go after anything else. If you do go down, I can... I can bring you back up, Ms. Riot. I, I, I do think that we need to make sure that Lux can't can't do what what he's doing. He can, that that he can't he can't heal himself. Otherwise, all the work we're doing is for nothing. I agree. Okay, I will use my bonus action to fire at Lux and hopefully do some radiant damage. Mm-hmm. That is a twenty-one to hit. Just barely. Okay. Um, oh wow, that is nineteen damage. Oh, holy Hello. shit. Down. It's gonna be nine for Riot. Okay, down. Riot goes down. Hmm. Okay. Oh, fuck. I can either deal with these leeches or I can bring Riot up. Do the leeches. I think you're right on that because the leeches will just attack you anyway. Um, yeah. Well, I'm gonna cast Whirlwind on the leeches. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yo, please describe this. Celestine turns around, lights up a joint, and goes, You ugly fuckers need to mind your own business. And. <laughs> Exhales a huge gust of of smoke that starts to 
wrap itself into a tornado in their area. And so this is a 10-foot radius, 30-foot high cylinder centered right in the middle of those four leeches. It's going to suck up any medium or smaller objects that aren't secured or worn. (laughs) And everybody in that area makes a deck saving throw. Not my leeches. Yeah, your leeches. (laughs) My leeches. I'm sorry, dexterity saving throw, you said, right? Yeah, there's going to be a couple things, but we'll start with the deck saving throw. Okay. Five, six, nine, and 12. Oh my God. Oh my Lord. So that does not hit my 20 DC. So <laughs> wow. give me a moment while I roll a bunch of, while I roll 10 D6. Okay. 10 D6, huh? You know what? Don't bother. Um, <laughs> these leeches uh, drain of all of their juice and they are um, just like little bags on the floor. <laughs> They're thoroughly disposed of. All right. Looking around. Yes. The whirlwind does stay there. Okay. As long as I've got concentration on it. The whirlwind comes out. The leeches get like sucked away like a balloon emptying in a storm and as this all happens your attention is drawn once again to the front of the room where teaspoon continues her performance it's true folks i gave my best friend my true name and honestly it would have been fine we could have gone the rest of our lives like that but it wasn't the last time i gave my true name away i got restless I wanted to do more, learn more, to become powerful, and, well, I thought that I'd found a great shortcut at the time. I hadn't felt like myself lately, thought that I could reach the sky with someone to curate me. And so he did, and I became the one who sings about true names Rewarded by your love and by our fame And all I had to give was my true name That's right, folks. It was Lux. Lux was the second person I told my true name to. And I wasn't the only one. Scrappers, CEOs, celebrities, scientists, the Deep Lowe's chief constable, sheriff, whatever. (laughs) And you know what's even worse? Not everyone gave their true name willingly like I did. And none of us had any idea what it would cost. And Teaspoon looks to Lux. Somehow, she looks right at him. Isn't that right, Lux? Teaspoon, don't do this. Lux's briefcase clicks open. From his briefcase, an agenda emerges and begins flipping through its pages. The dates and the calendars feel non-Euclidean in a frustrating and confusing way. I'm afraid I'm booked solid. (laughs) Give me the wisdom save, y'all. Advantage. 24 for Celestine. Uh 17 for Riot. Uh Uh-huh. And an 11 for Crater. Crater, you fail. Everyone else will be taking half of, oh boy, 10 total damage. So halved for Riot and Celestine, all 10 for Crater. What does that mean if I'm down again? You lose a death saving throw. All right. One death saving throw checked off for Riot. And it was psychic damage in case that matters to anyone. I guess Riot being down drops concentration on the... um, Fuck. Oh. On the sickening thing. 
Oh, the sickening radiance flickered some moments ago. Yes, it does. Lux is going to try to get up from the rod, from the immovable cane. Oh, man. I'm just, like, trying to pick the right d20. Okay, here we go. Seven. <laughs> Christ. Oh, I still believe in you. Thank you. Um, and, and Lux does, too. He looks confident still, although the confidence doesn't seem to fade, and it probably never will, but he he's not looking good. Crater, you've dealt a significant amount of damage to him, and he is feeling it. You can even tell just by, like, the presence of Teaspoon being here, and it's not looking good for Lux. Everything's changing now. He's bolstered, yes, but he is also weakening quickly. Riot, it's on you. Okay. Death saving throw. How do I do this again? D20. Okay. You just need to hit a 10 and above. I did. That's one save and one fail. As you ready for your turn, Crater, Teaspoon continues. I'm scared I'm about to end it on my turn here. (laughs) 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 And now this is a story of temptation And how it causes endless complications They might have wealth, they might have charm, but you'll expose your friend to harm. We never tell a true friend our true name. We never tell a true friend our true name. If you were to cut through all of the noise and take a good look at my soul, it's tangled up and poisoned. So soft and sweet that you dismissed me But I've been watching, I've been listening I've been getting stronger every day Strong enough to take your power away That's right, Lux. You talentless, arrogant leech. You can suppress my power. You can put words in my mouth. You can cancel my events and lock me up, but you can't stop me. At the end of Riot's turn, Lux is going to uh, use his phase two legendary actions called uh, Send in the Leeches. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to roll to see how many leeches I bring in. I rolled, obviously, a one on the die. (laughs) So... Brutal. (laughs) Just a brutal showing here. (laughs) Uh, It's it's unbelievable. Um, We get two leeches. I'll roll initiative for them. I rolled... Great. I rolled a nat 20 for their initiative, which is sick. (laughs) Jeez. Dope. run straight into the whirlwind now. It leechened. The room has become... Fuck. Oh... I can't hit Lux without... Killing Riot. Without killing Riot. Okay. But I have two more loss. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I'll just throw it out there from a strategic standpoint. Any amount of healing that pops Riot back up resets the death saves. That's true. I'm trying to make sure I'm not going to fuck this up. Because so if, if I hit Lux once, that's one death save, right? I know that. Yep. Okay. With that in mind, I'm going to hit Lux once. You're playing with fire. It's a 28 to hit. Yep. Uh-huh. 14 damage. Okay. And that's one fail for Riot. Mm -hmm. And then with the second action that I have because of haste, I'm going to give Riot a good berry. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Mamma mia. Can I (laughs) confirm confirm what this You're at one hit point. You're back up with one Thank you. I didn't want to give Riot a good berry first and then just her go right back down because I hit Lux. True. Yeah. 
Good yeah, very clever. I, I mean, I hate to do this, but I'm going to cigar ash riot. Fuck no you. longer at disadvantage. No longer at disadvantage? Yeah, I had to drop the other thing for the whirlwind. I, uh, I rolled a nat one anyway. Oh, Ooh. okay. Yes. Well, <laughs> oh my God. Unbelievable. <laughs> the ashes go flying up in the air and back down onto Lux's face. <laughs> Doesn't feel good, does it? Smoking kills. <laughs> Smoking kills. You were right. You were right all along. Let's throw up another mask here. Wounds. Thank you. 17 to all of us. Now I will bonus action to fire um, a, uh, a, a radiant bullet at, um, at Lux. Oh, wow. frick. And that is a 26 to hit. Yeah. I liked you when I met you. I never <laughs> liked you, not for a single moment. You're slimy. <laughs> I thought you had a lot of charisma, to be honest. We could work together. Um, that is 16 damage, radiant damage. Okay. Riot takes eight damage. Ow. And Lux takes radiant damage and feels it just a little bit differently as Teaspoon continues her performance. Hmm. Ever wonder what would happen if someone told the whole world their true name? <laughs> I have. If you spread something that fragile so thin, it shatters into a million pieces. Whoever did that, why, they'd be a, a non-entity. Forgotten. Like they never had a true name at all. Sounds like freedom to me. So, Lux, now that everyone knows what you really are, I'm going to tell everyone... Who I really am. I know that this is scary. Change is never easy. Losing my identity is the only way to free me. Yeah, Lux, I've made up my mind. And so if y'all would be so kind to join me in my ultimate refrain. I'm here to tell the whole world And this does get Lux's attention. Hmm. Lux looks panicked. He looks from Teaspoon to you and back at her and he focuses on her and the confidence finally drops. No, you can't cut me off like this. And you notice something similar to when Crater goes into a rage and the air around him heats up. The same is starting to happen with Lux. He's getting panicked and he's getting frantic. And the air is warming up all around you. And he is starting to almost shake underneath the immovable cane. And he just says, no, Teaspoon, no, you can't do this to me. You can't do this to me. From his hands, you start to see sparks erupting from the tip of his cigar. And then from his entire body. I will burn it all down before I let you do this to me. From Lux, a gigantic fireball explodes. You three, right in front of him, take the full brunt. A massive wave of heat hits you and engulfs you. Lux struggles to push himself upright, but the bar is holding in place. The rage on his face is evident. And as Lux finally begins to understand that his power may be slipping, he instinctively grasps the medallion at his chest. Whether Lux's heart calls out to the devil purposefully or not, the devil answers nonetheless. Her massive, incorporeal presence fills the room and sweeps through it, and Lux's face alights in triumph 
then falls in horror as the devil passes him by and concentrates herself around Celestine. And in a voice only Celestine can hear, A deal is a deal. Epoch the devil is intangible and intense as she moves through you. In a language that doesn't exist, in a voice that screams of silence, the devil imparts upon you a truth, a truth that is shockingly intimate, startlingly fragile, and astoundingly powerful. The devil speaks, and Celestine, you comprehend the incomprehensible. You hear Lux's true name, and he is called Collector. With this knowledge, Celestine, you understand that you have much power, but only an instant in which to use it. I'm going to give you three options. Heal party to the max and train Lux by 50 HP. That's option one. You gain invulnerability for the rest of the fight, so you don't take any damage, and you can negate damage for someone else for one round. Or Lux takes 50% of the damage that he deals for the rest of the fight. So I receive the true name from Epoch, and I uh, turn toward Lux and say, Hey, Collector. 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 Lux, from his pinned position, the rod on his throat, starts to cough and choke like on his cigar smoke, and when he expels that smoke, it's filled with little motes of golden light, and then it solidifies in the air into a single point of light and hangs in front of his face long enough for Lux to understand properly what's happening right now. And the color washes out of him just a little bit and that mirror-polished frame dulls and that moat of golden light shoots into Celestine, absorbing into his chest and Celestine just (gasps) gasps, gripped with this like icy burning sensation like when you put your hands your cold hands under hot water filled with this sense of power from using that name but it's not entirely in a way that feels good or right the last time celestine felt something like this was the skirmish at the temple of the hanged man where he personally took a life for the first time when he thorn whipped that disasteroid and yanked them off a cliff This is more intense of a feeling, and so it's easier to identify it. And in this moment, Celestine understands that this is the feeling of holding someone's life entirely in your hands, but having intention to only do harm. And it doesn't fit with who Celestine is at his core, which is a healer, a protector. He's healing someone, saving someone's life. It feels clean and crisp, and this feels slightly oily but it's also a little intoxicating. And so in this moment, Celestine turns his attention to Epoch and calls out to Epoch, but also to the star. And when he calls out for the devil, it's for the fortitude to let him handle this power to do what needs to be done. And when he calls out to the star, it's for the serenity to help him let go of this power and this feeling when he's done. And as Celestine focuses on that day where he first took a life with a thorn whip, that golden light that shot into his chest now pulses down his arm and manifests as a long whip made of shimmering golden light, but not lined with thorns, sparkling with little points of starlight. And Celestine grits his teeth and narrows his eyes at Lux on the ground and with a flick of his arm 
wraps the whip of golden thread around Lux's neck and pulls it tight. You're mine now, fella. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. True to Celestine has to be to heal everybody up to max. (laughs) Hello. Hello, my boy. The fireball erupts from Lux, and this all sort of happens in an instant. And Crater and Riot, you almost like throw up your arms to shield yourself from this fire. But Celestine, you're distracted by the devil speaking to you, and you receive the true name and you use it. And Riot and Crater, you you brace yourself for the heat that's about to come, and it never does. It only feels comfortable of warmth. Celestine shields you all from the fireball. He heals you. Celestine, with your whip that's glowing now, golden light, Lux looks as as his threads and starts to try to siphon any power out of them that he can to try to regenerate. It's not working. He's on the precipice. And you've led him there. That'll take us to... The leeches. Oh. <laughs> By all means, bring the leeches. Send in the leeches. Send in the leeches. After that beautiful scene, the leeches <laughs> try, try, try to make their way over, but they're pretty slow, so they you can't. Um, they do avoid the the wind because they're they're not totally intelligentless, um, but they're just not very fast. So. <laughs> You all, you all brace for this fireball, and you you walk through fire. It's beautiful, and the leeches behind you are just like scurrying forward. Um, it's ridiculous. It's an insane scene. It's ridiculous. It's absurd. And as you're trying to internalize the massive reveals of the last well six seconds or so, <laughs> the briefcase clicks open. From the briefcase emerges a tin of Altoids. And they pop open and go scattering outward like a like a pot of popcorn. <laughs> Don't you know that you never refuse a mint if someone offers it to you? <laughs> Give me a deck save, everybody. E fourteen. Aw, mm. twins. <laughs> <laughs> did you roll yours with advantage? I did, yes. Alright, alright. Twenty-five. You're good. You take no damage. <laughs> so ah, yes. You just stand there and dodge, like you just move your head from side to side and dodge each one of them tries to come at you. Matrix-like. Your breath remains the same as it was before. Oh, man. (laughs) And and then I'm going to roll the damage for... So that is 10 piercing damage. Half to five for me? Oh, I'm looking rough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I passed my con save on my concentration check on the whirlwind. I worked so hard to get to the top. And just like I said, if I'm going down, you're coming down with me. Lux is once again going to try to get out from under the immovable cane. Can you imagine if I rolled a nat 20 here? That'd be fantastic. Oh Please do. Please do. I rolled a nat 10. Oh. Oh, <laughs> you slow rolled us on <laughs> I rolled exactly half. Um, he's struggling. He's angry. He doesn't look confident. And he looks actually back up toward the head of the room from the floor once more as Teaspoon continues her performance. She sings real words, real notes, but those words and notes, they then become abstract and languageless as you absorb their true meaning, her true name. C-L-E-M-E-N-C-Y My name is Clemency And I've never seen a more beautiful audience than you tonight C-L-E-M-E-N-C-Y 
Through the TV screen, behind Teaspoon's spectral form, the audience begins to sing along with the chorus, repeating her words, and the words are broadcast all across the fifth collide, Teaspoon's true name, a fragile thing spread so thin that it will shatter. A lot has happened in the past minute or so. Lux is at his weakest. Teaspoon is in the middle of denaming herself, and Lux scrambles to recoup enough power, and in doing so, he must turn to one of his strongest thralls, the one closest to him at this very moment. You, Riot, you will replenish him. And as you feel the beginnings of Lux pulling at your energy, your passion, your talent, your drive through the golden thread that attaches you, you realize with heart-stopping certainty that you will not survive this. And sure enough, you feel a tugging that starts. And the hologram teaspoon notices this. She feels it, and she turns toward you, acknowledging you for the first time in the networks and surely breaking some kind of fourth or even fifth wall as she says, Oh, right. I'm so sorry. I didn't want this, but I have to be free. Riot, your draining begins, but do not despair. There is an out. You can cut your own thread, but I'll warn you that doing so will effectively dename you as well. And that will drive Lux to, well, to target other thralls, thralls that are weaker than you. It'll take many, probably almost all of Lux's thralls, so your choice here is between letting this happen and dying and cutting your thread and effectively being denamed. And to be clear, this means that no one will remember you ever again. So die or dename yourself. Riot looks at Teaspoon, tears kind of edging the side of her eyes. And she doesn't feel like she feels that she ought to in this intense moment. It's it's a huge decision, but it it's it's clear. She smiles. This can't keep happening. She's done a lot of bad things in this life. Some of them have been necessary for survival, survival of others, some just for fun. And at the end, she wants to make sure that there's at least 50% good. Riot chooses to let this happen. You've chosen to die. 
Teaspoon sees this in your eyes, and she covers her mouth, and you hear the audience still singing her true name, still denaming Teaspoon Clemency. And then you feel the great first tug occur, and you're barely able to catch yourself. And suddenly the connection between you and Lux has never felt so real. It's so familiar, and you realize it's been there for such a long time. It feels like every person who ever told you that you couldn't do what you wanted to do, that you couldn't be yourself freely, that you couldn't be vulnerable, that you couldn't trust anyone. Then you feel a second great tug on your thread and it pulls you off your feet, and a third and you go skidding towards him, still prone on the floor, bits of moss tangle in your hair, and a fourth tug and you're inches from him. So close you can smell the exhaust and see the cracks you've put in his screen. He's draining you. Your energy is leaving you rapidly. Your muscles are pins and needles. Your magic is a quiet lullaby in your mind. And you look toward Crater and Celestine. I love you. Lux makes a fifth and final great tug on the threat. Crater... Celestine, you watch Riot, your cherished friend, your co-conspirator, your chosen family. You watch her fracture into a brilliant array of colors, fractals, light, and sound. Even Lux looks upon this display with awe and shock and even a flicker of selfish regret. And then she dissolves, and you, Riot... The very last thing you feel is the sensation of freedom. Is Riot? Lux absorbs her fully. Teaspoon continues to drain him. The entire world continues to dename her, and as this happens, a hiss arises from Lux. Then a whistle as steam begins to pour from every seam and crack in his chrome body. The whistling is soft at first, then grows into a deafening shrill, the sound of Lux's voice combined with that of a boiling kettle magnified and reverberating to infinity. Then his metallic frame falls away entirely, revealing the squirming mass within. Leeches. Thousands upon thousands of them wriggling together in a vaguely android shape, It desperately struggles to keep hold of it golden threads, but to no avail. They slip from its grasp and go zipping away, and Lux's doppel is struck down. He revealed his true self. He is named Sferatu no more. If it had a mouth, it would scream. And your opportunity to kill him in the real world is nigh. Crater, we have to go back. Now we have to go back yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. Um. Crater, she's still there. She's still there in the real world. I can do this. I can help. Let's go back. Wake up. W- wake up. Let's go. Before they do, Riot's young doppel appears. She is staring at the place where her adult body was last her eyes still filled with an anguish that looks out of place in someone so young and she looks over to 
crater in Celestine. A calm moves across her face. There's relief in her young eyes. She smiles. She, uh, walks away. You prepare yourselves to make the journey from incorporeal to tangible. Riot's young doppel sees you off, and you see her smile as you recognize the feeling of your consciousnesses existing in the waking world in this strange place simultaneously. The physical world calls to you, and you will yourselves there. But once more, just like every other time you've left the networks, after arriving of your own choosing, you become caught. You sense the break, the space, the pause, the fraction of an instant that lasts forever, and in it, you receive another spell. Fuck off, not right now. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Monophonic Fultralect, entry 371. The space between is born of love, and the fool is born of naivete. And so we must then ask, what of the fool's journey? What is the fool's purpose? What is the destination of their journey? There have been several hypotheses, but let's explore the most popular theory. If the fool comes first and the world comes last, then it follows that, to complete their journey, the fools must see the world. If one were to accept this theory, we are then presented with new questions, many of them unanswerable. What is it to see the world? Is such a thing possible? What are the parameters? Is it literal or metaphorical? One assumes the latter, the arcana being what they are. And, if the fool's purpose is to see the world, what can we hypothesize from there? What could the world be? The possibilities are too broad to come to any salient conclusion. Diverse possibilities have been suggested, including enlightenment, ascension, infinite potential, a singularity, a culmination, a conclusion. The list goes on and on, and each possibility truly boggles the mind. And, above all, we must not dismiss the possibility. You arrive back in the waking world. The stillness of the sound-insulated trailer feels tight and restrictive. Riot's body lays next to you under the bed. And Lux bolts upright. And as you scramble up from under the bed, you see that this is the most his veneer has ever been down. He is terrified, and he's not trying to hide it. Crater, you kill that son of a bitch, and I will, I, I, I will fix Riot. I will do it. No, Get the no, fuck over here! No, 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 no. What are you doing? I'm going to rush him with my great axe. No, stop, please. You don't know what you're doing. Are we still in initiative, or can I, can I, can I do stuff? You're out of initiative, but Celestine, as I know, I know what you want to do right now. I know that you want to cast Revivify. Unfortunately, the networks scramble time a little bit. No. It's been so much longer than a minute since Riot's body has been laying here lifeless. It's okay. This is okay. This is okay. I can't do it right now, but I can I can still do this. I can still do this. All right? Just Just kill him. Fuck. Come on. Please. Please, please, please. He says in the moments before your axe collides with him. I I'll, I I could I have information. I can tell you whatever you want. Please, please, please. You're fucking dead, man. <laughs> Crater's fucking trembling over him. 
and like when he when he sees Lux start to plead with him a little bit, he fucking just kicks him in the face to put him back down on his back, and then is just screaming as he's coming down onto Lux over and over and over. And as Crater's doing that, Celestine is just unloading the light gun on repeat on on Lux's carcass. I'm gonna fucking kill you, man! Dents in a chrome shell become holes in a chrome shell. The bed is lit aflame by the gun and then reduced to ash, Riot's body blessedly having been pulled out of it. It collapses under the weight of Raider's blows. And when you're finished, it's a pile of oil and scrap metal. Raider, it's done. You can stop. It's done. Celsey, can you can you can you, can you fix her? Can you, can you do anything I, here? I, we gotta just we gotta take her back to Sister Mary Viable where it's safe. And I I can I can I just need to rest a little and I can do I, I think I can help. I just I just can't run now. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna pick Riot up in my arms and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to walk out here, but I'm gonna get, gonna get her back to Sister Mary Viables where we can help her. As you pick up Riot's lifeless body, you hear a click at the trailer door, and your backs get up for a moment. You're ready to strike again, and then in walks Teaspoon, and she looks at you with wild eyes and shakes her head and runs to the opposite end of the room, rummaging through the real-life version of Lux's briefcase until she finds a set of keys. And she goes, Look, I know you don't know who I am, but we have to get out of here now. Come with me. We have to get you out of Sector 1. And I assume that's true. We, we didn't retain any... Any knowledge of Teaspoon? Interestingly, you do remember who she is. She expects you not to, but you do remember both of her names. Teaspoon. Teaspoon, yeah. Uh, or, or clemency, if you prefer. <gasps> she puts a, a finger against your lips. That name is dead. How do you know? How do you remember me? We don't it, have it time for this, Teaspoon. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're right. You're so right. We have to go. Is that right? We have to go. Right right fucking now, Teaspoon. Quick. I have an owl. Just follow me, okay? All right. Okay. Following Teaspoon, you exit the trailer and are greeted with the thrum of the waterfall, though it, it sounds different. Before, the percussion of the waterfall felt unified, a steady torrent of water slamming into itself. Now it sounds fragmented. You all look to the top of the waterfall. No mist obscures it. The air feels less humid. Something's not right. The weather changed fast and there's a panic beginning to stir. A few people are running by you, headed in the direction of the waterfall. No, the elevator. You hear a few people talking in breathless, elevated voices. We need to get to higher ground, they say. It was like the water got sucked out of the reservoir. Another offers. Did something explode? It sounded like the lake roared. The conversation seems split between the roaring and something a bit more perplexing. I I can't believe we all just sang a true name. Has that even ever been done before? Just mass just mass revealed a true name? <gasps> and who was that? How did they even get clearance to be on stage? Why didn't anyone stop them? Did you get a good look at them? I mean, yeah, but I, I don't know, maybe. I don't remember. Me neither. 
People continue to nervously rush by, rationalizing what they've seen and evaluating just how afraid they should be by the sudden shift in weather. The celebrations are at least unofficially over. Before you have time to make a move, you get a message in your head, 13's voice like it's coming through a cone. Hey, guys, I'm, I'm okay, just chilling, but what happened to the lake? It's completely dry, and everyone's like panic running towards the elevator. You get this message and you're following Teaspoon running through the the throes of people and behind the waterfall she leads you to what looks like a helipad. It's still in the CGA dome so it's private and she leads you to presumably Lux's owl. She jumps in and she opens the door and waits for you to get into. Hurry, I'm going up to the top sector and if you're you're coming, you better come now because I don't have time to waste. Crater, let's get in. Let's get in. Yeah. And she fiddles with the dials and knobs. Obviously, she has some practice flying an owl, and you note that with maybe some surprise. And as the propellers begin to speed up and it begins to lift off the ground from the distance, you hear barf, 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 Fuck. Barf, and Barks comes running. <laughs> Celestine opens his arms to catch Barks. <laughs> Celestine, yeah, you open your arms, Barks comes jumping in through the window and just barely clears it and gets inside the owl with y'all as you take off. The owl ascends, goes around the elevator, all the way to the top of Paragarden, Sector 9, specifically Lux's office. Teaspoon flies with purpose and flies fast, and there's a lot, there's a number of owls you see and other flying vehicles leaving the grounds. You suspect that Whatever happened with the weather got the cogs nervous enough that they started bringing in transport. It looks like they're trying to get everybody out of Sector 1. But Teaspoon flies with purpose and knows her course. She heads straight for Lux's office. She lands and jumps out of the owl, running in. I'm, I'm, fo- I'm following. I'm hightailing with right in my arms. Yeah, right behind you. Okay. You follow her. She busts into the room. Thirteen. 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 Thirteen, it's over. It's over. Where are you? As she frantically calls out Thirteen's name, you see her enter some digits into a pin pad by Lux's desk. He really did trust her. And a panel opens up beneath, leading down to the sub-office. And she calls down again. Thirteen. Hello? Thirteen, come here. Come here. Come. We have to go, okay? I know you don't know me. And look at me. I know you don't know me, but you have to trust me. We have to go now. I have an owl on the roof, and we're going, okay? Come on. And she grabs their hand and starts trying to... She pulls them up into the main office. Let's go, okay? Let's go. No, whoa, 13, it's okay. Come with us. Hang on. What what are you guys... Is it... Did you... We'll explain. Please, just come. Oh, my God. Is that Riot? Yes, please. Please come. I... 13... There isn't enough room in the owl for all of us. It has to be just you and me, okay? I know these are your friends. I... I... Who... Who are you? It doesn't matter. I'm not getting into an owl with you. It doesn't matter right now, 13. You just have to come with me because I've got to go and I don't know if I'm going to be able to find you again. I... 13 looks panicked between this person that they've never met. And between the two of you holding Riot. Thirteen, if you say anything you can do to help, we... We... We need it. Um... 
fix this, please? I... I don't really know if I... Um... I mean, I, I can talk to this... I can... I can see if someone at the Spectres can help. Um... Uh... I, I don't know what to do. Thirteen, we have to go. We have to go now. Thirteen looks frantically between the two of you. Teaspoon is pulling on them, and they're looking at Riot, and they're so visibly upset, and they're just lost, and they're freezing up. You watch this happen, and from Lux's entirely glass office, you see out, and you see the panic. There are a lot of people in Paragarden, especially now for this year's CGA, and it's taking a long time to get everyone out of Sector 1. Through the window, you can see it all, the veil of mist lifted, people scrambling to get into owls and the other flying vehicles like eagles, hawks, and buzzards. The lake is dry. The river, well, the, the river is low, near dry too. But something catches your eye, a torrent, a wave, a mass of sea blue the size of the main stage careening up the river towards the city. And then you hear it. As loud as an explosion, similar to the one you all heard at Riscotech, but louder closer and sustained like you're standing next to an airplane taking off the rumbling growl mixes with the panic outside the rumbling grows so loud that you now can't hear teaspoon's frantic shouts to 13 the torrent hits the city the magic CGA dome holds up for a moment, then flickers and gives, and in an instant you watch the wave crash against the side of the mountain into the waterfall and then recede, taking most, if not all, the buildings of Sector 1 with it. It's dizzying, it's enormous, but there's more. From your vertigo-inducing view down the waterfall, you see it. A massive, swelling sphere of water begins to emerge from the midpoint of the waterfall, growing larger and larger. As it rises up the waterfall and pushes itself outward from it, it causes a slurry of earth and mud to cascade downward. As the water sphere grows to match the size of the arena itself, it finally separates from the waterfall with a loud, not unlike a bubble. Then it shoots upwards towards Lux's office building and comes to a sudden stop directly in front of you, water sloshing perilously. The water within the sphere has the darkness of deep, deep water, and its core glimmers with technicolor phosphorescence. Peering into it is like watching Aurora dance across a pitch black sky. And then you see her as she swims towards you from within that watery galaxy. A whale. A whale covered in multichromatic fish scales that refract the light into Aurora. And as she twists about in the water, the sheer scale of her becomes apparent. She's long, the length of the waterfall itself, and maybe longer. You're distantly aware of alarms blaring, crowds yelling, air vehicles streaking by, the sounds of a panicking city, but it's distant, so distant, as you peer into this aquatic galaxy. The whale sings to you in long, mournful, reverberating tones. Do you recognize her? Quintessa Sombra.
I've been thinking about my teenage days, sleeping in and sneaking out those old cliches. But mostly, my best friend and me, the promises we made, our dreams, the endings and beginnings that we'd weave together in the through lush finale. We haven't seen each other lately. When I think back to what I did, you know it pains me greatly. I don't know why, but it felt right to tell it to you straight that night. To know each other in a brand new way, and so I told a true friend my true name. I haven't felt like myself lately. Thought that I could reach the sky with someone to curate me, and so he did. And I became the one who sings about true names, rewarded by your love and by our fame. And all I had to give was my true name. And now this is a story of temptation, and how it causes endless complications. They might have wealth, they might have charm, but you'll expose your friend to harm. We never tell a true friend our true name. We never tell a true friend our true name. If you were to cut through all of the noise and take a good look at my soul, it's tangled up and poisoned. So soft and sweet that you dismiss me, but I've been watching, I've been listening, I've been getting stronger every day, strong enough to take your power away. This is scary. Change is never easy. Losing my identity is the only way to free me. Yeah, Lux, I've made up my mind, and so if y'all would be so kind to join me in my ultimate refrain, I'm here to tell the whole world my true name. C L E M E N C Y. My name is Clemency, and I've never seen a more beautiful audience than you tonight. C L E M E N C Y. My name is Clemency, and I'm so glad we got to meet before we say goodbye. To remember me, if it means I'm free for life. C L E M E N C Y. My name's Clemency, and I'm so glad we got to meet. Before we say goodbye. Before we say goodbye.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.